I want to look at our first reading today, and the question that comes to mind for me is, how did Samuel know to anoint David? Samuel is the, the prophet of Israel, and even though Saul is king, he's, he's learned from God that God's favor has ceased to rest on Saul, and the Lord calls Samuel to go and anoint a new king for Israel. And he goes, he goes to Jesse's house as instructed, and the Lord keeps it a bit of a mystery and says, you have to anoint one of Jesse's sons. And so we see this procession of um, Jesse bringing before Samuel each of his sons one by one. And one by one, um, Samuel says that, or he, he kind of realizes this is not the one that the Lord wants to anoint. And it's only when David comes right at the end that um, he decides that this is the one that the Lord wants to anoint as king over Israel. Um, so he anoints him and David becomes king and there's much more of that story to go. But how is it that Samuel is able to follow the will of the Lord in this? Because as we hear it go through, the, the first one stands up and um, Samuel thinks, oh, surely the Lord's anointed stands before me because this was, this was the eldest of the sons. You know, he's probably a big, strong man, looks like a leader. Um, and then as he goes through, um, I don't know what other thoughts goes through Samuel's mind, but, oh, maybe this one for this reason or that reason, or maybe this one looks like a wise and just leader. I could anoint him king. But even when he gets to the end of the seven sons, and to all appearances there isn't even anyone left, he might have even anointed the last one just because there's, there's no one else, but he has to ask Jesse, is this all of your sons? Oh, no, wait, there's, there's one more who's out in the field because he's the youngest and surely he's not good for anything so he can just look after the sheep. And it's only then when David is called in that Samuel um, is, hears that affirming voice of the Lord and he anoints David. But I want to look at how Samuel is able to listen to the voice of the Lord in this because there were many other good choices. He couldn't rely simply on his reason and the judgments that he could make um, based upon how good and strong and wise the sons looked, or even upon um, the possibilities that seemed before him. You know, if the sons were running out, he needed to anoint one of them, but there was another son he didn't know about. And so when God wants to lead us in many, many decisions of our days, um, when he wants to lead us on the path of his will, leading us into that path of life or leading us to have an impact to build up the kingdom of God amongst those around us, we can't simply find that path by doing what seems reasonable or what seems like the only option, um, but we need to listen. We need to be able to find a, a way of listening to the voice of the Lord, listening to the, the movements of our heart and the way that God wants to speak to us maybe not through audible voices of, you should go this way, or you should do this thing, but God might just give us a prompting or an opportunity that comes before us that, that might not seem like the best way to go. But a critical part of our spiritual journey is to um, discover what that voice of the Lord listens like. And there's an a important difference in this between our moral discernment and our discernment of the will of God in this sense, because the moral discernment, there is a, a reasonableness about it. We should form our consciences and know how to tell good from evil. So this is a bad thing and you shouldn't do it. And this is a good thing and you should do it. But like here in this instance, it wouldn't have been a bad thing for um, Samuel to choose one of the other sons. 
but it wasn't the will of God. And so we can have lots of choices before us that, you know, I might pray in this way or I might pray in this way. Both good, but God wants to bless me by going down this path of prayer. Or I might go and meet with this person today or I might go and do some work today. Both good choices, but God wants to bless me through this path or he wants to bless someone else through this path. And so the discernment of the will of God is a key thing that we, we should learn how to foster, learn how to hear the voice of the shepherd and recognize the voice of the Lord leading us um, through each day. And without going into the ins and outs of what that looks like, um, the teachings of St. Ignatius is a um, wonderful way that we can find that in the tradition of the church. But in whatever way we, we foster that listening to the voice of the Lord, um, it's key because God wants to lead us. Jesus wants to lead us as his sheep and lead us on the path of life. Um, and we can never follow him as well if we don't learn to hear his voice and lean into him and listen and follow in all those moments of each day of our lives.